Welcome to the Financial Planners Southeast Asia podcast, a show dedicated to driving the positive evolution of financial advice, specifically within Southeast Asia. To join a global community of financial advisors sharing and learning with one another to drive the positive evolution of financial advice, head to xyadvisor.com. Welcome to another episode of the Financial Advisor Southeast Asian Podcast. Gwen here, and today we have a financial advisor from Core Plus Advisory, and that's in Malaysia, who is passionate about helping her clients with their financial objectives and goals, and she uses her strong analytical skills in order to deliver the best advice possible. Let's give it up for Jovi Lim. Hi, Jovi! Hi, Grant. Yes, uh, thanks for having me here today. And I hope uh, you and everyone who was listening today are doing great. Yes. Yes, yes. And the, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much for being here. Now, um, Jovi, so we've just actually met earlier <laughs> a few minutes ago. So, yeah. and, and so this is... Uh, and I've been meaning to ask this to to all of my guests because it's very interesting to see where you um, where you started. So I'd like to know uh, how long have you been in the financial advice industry? So basically, uh, yeah, um, I personally uh, with uh, um, currently with uh, this license uh, as a licensed financial planner, we call mm-hmm. us advisory. Uh, licensed financial firms under the security commissions for almost like six years in oh. this industry yeah mm. and with this company and uh, I'm also the registered financial planner um, with accounting and finance uh, background Wonderful. so uh, yeah so you want six me? years in yeah, six years six years yeah in this industry yeah in this line yeah yes but yeah. I know like in Malaysia you have to have like a certain number of years to that you're already part of like the finance industry right before you get into financial advice so yes you've had plenty of um experience with regards to this space so but how did you get into financial advice okay so um yeah, it started in whereby I um in this financial plannings. Uh, previously, if you know my uh yeah, understand my background, I have been in financial service for about fifteen years as an uh, external and internal auditor for listed companies and corporations. And my last position was uh, head of internal audit. So uh, why I came about this career path is when. Um, when I uh, six years ago, when I conceived my daughter, and and I was looking for a career with more flexible working hours, so that's how I started. Because my previous career as an internal auditor, I required travel a lot, and there's a long working hours. Uh. So then uh, I started to think, why not I venture into financial planning? Mm-hmm. As I can manage my own time. And at the same time, I can manage my personal financial planning and investment as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, there I started to explore more information and um, to find the rough 
right path of financial planning included getting the right uh, knowledge, uh, certifications, the license. In Malaysia, we need to have the license to be a financial planner. And also, uh, to the extent to find a good mentor that can, uh, how to say, can guide you along the way. And um, yeah, I think it's important because in our line, especially you started fresh at beginning, Mm, you yes. need to know your progress, whether you are on the right track or not. So you have to keep monitor whether, hey, so far, because I started from scratch, so I need to know from time to time the progress and I always check with my mentor. Apart of the knowledge you have and also the qualifications or even the license you have, I also do extra work on finding how's my progress now, uh, as a financial planner. Mm. Yeah, I definitely agree that because you're like you're you're new to the industry, you have to have someone who's there, um, not yes. only like coaching you on, but also correct, checking correct. like the, the progress that you're making. And I'm I'm curious, like how did you go about finding your mentor? Um, do you still have the same mentor that you had yes, before? Yes. Ah, okay. So. Yes. Did you like happen to get? No. Uh, basically, it's actually uh, you know uh, I engage a financial planner. So I engage because previously when I was an internal auditor, I was busy with my own uh, career, corporate career. So I have no time to plan for my own personal financial planning. So I engage with a a financial planner. So that uh, she is the one who helped me to run all my personal investment and my personal financial planning as well. So that time, uh, she always uh, quite positive and always um, very look forward that she always tell me that, uh, Jovi, you are one of the qualities so-called a financial planner if one day you will want to become one. <laughs> so that's how it triggered me to think about it. And I want to have flexible uh, working hours because you can manage your time yourself uh, mm-hmm. when you have your own uh, when you as a financial planner for your own uh, yeah own, own companies and etc. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so from there, I yeah, and this person has been in this financial planning for almost twenty years. So yeah, so from then, uh, from there, I started to explore and understand better about this career. Then, then I even yeah joined her for the team as a financial planner, and she was also, she uh, also she also be my uh, mentor as well uh, at the same time. All right, wonderful. So I'm glad to know that your mentor is someone you already know and that you already trust for um, because she was your financial planner for a good number of years. Um, and then when you joined the industry, she was also the one who um, helped you um, yes. get into getting your feet wet, that is. So, like, yes. did so, you plan be, to um, get mentorship from her? Or was it like- uh, it's not something official, mm-hmm. but it's in a way I joined her company. Yes, uh, we work as a team, and um, and I am quite blessed uh, in a way that uh, we we have this kind of 
so-called um, uh, understanding and then that's how I progress quite fast. And other than that, besides a mentor of uh, guiding me at the beginning stage of my uh, financial planning career, uh, I'm also quite lucky enough to have a, a strong financial background um, knowledge because of my, my previous uh, uh, career as a head of internal audit. And uh, because you, you see, uh, it's quite similar in a way that uh, the career background in my previous organize, previous uh, as an internal auditor and also in the current position as a financial planner. As an auditor, previously I helped corporate companies to look into effectiveness, efficiency of uh, internal control and also risk management, corporate governance, and other financial analysis as um, a corporate aspect. But now, as a licensed financial planner, my role is more to narrow down to a client personal financial planning and their goals. So I'm uh, quite blessed because in my strong financial knowledge, I also able to help my clients not only to their personal financial goals, but also their own businesses for instance, like those who run their own business, uh, sometimes they would ask in a casual talk or casual conversations, like uh, ask about opinions, my opinions about how their business management or their current internal controls of their companies, whether they are, you know, uh, doing okay or not, and et cetera, which I can value at to give them some of uh, so-called suggestions to that point, which they really appreciate. Yes, <laughs> so, definitely. Yeah. So this will be like the add-on, so-called add-on values, uh, other than doing the personal financial planners uh, part, uh, this will be like so-called for their bonus, is for their yeah, bonus, yeah, yeah to, to have that kind of uh, uh, advices, which, yeah. Yeah, during our casual sharing, etc. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true because you know, um, if you have clients who are actually business people, it's normal for them to integrate their like yes personal finance or even like the mindset that they have with regards to finances, um, personally and in their business as well. So if yeah. they are able to, if you are able to change their minds or their habits in their personal finance space, um, they'll definitely, uh, you know, use that knowledge as well yes. to help their business and, and so on and so forth. And um, talking about clients, now that you are um, six years here in the industry, do, yes. have you formulated your ideal client? Um, I don't have so particular clients, but by my, mm. I would say I would categorize my clients in three categories. Mm. Uh, some are at the beginning stage of uh, entering the working force or working environment. Mm. This one, these are the groups of uh, young youth, like just finished their so-called their universities yeah. and now moving forward to to, to working life. Okay, and then the second uh, group of people are those in the is a more more mature in between, uh, around thirties to forty to forties, mm-hmm. yeah, the age of that which they already in this, um, so called in the working force for quite some times, yeah. and 
Another last part will be the around 50 to 60s, above slightly 60s, uh, yeah, age of people. They're already almost in the retirement mm -hmm. uh, yeah, stage. The retirement phases of their lives. So um, are there, like, because you're handling clients at all these three stages, like, are there uh, a stark difference between each stage? Or is it just, like, very organic for you to jump from one, like... Uh, yeah, stage? I think I would say uh, those who started with me early, when they just started to work, up to now, uh, they, they even so-called, uh, some already uh, in the midst of mature, like, working adults already. And, and of course, there are some start with, like, late age and etc. I mean, it's quite, quite, how to say, quite wide. But I, I think the, the, the things that interesting is uh, I have a group of uh, clients, which I just now shared with you. Most of them are business owners. Okay. So they are like those uh, small, medium enterprise bosses. Yeah. So they, they also like, I think they, they quite like to, how to say, um, uh, meet up with me for for sharings and etc. Because besides, I can help them to plan their personal financial uh yeah financial planning. They also like to listen from my side on how mm -hmm. how far they has gone to in managing their own business. This is quite mm -hmm. a unique so called relations yeah. <laughs> I yeah. would say that, but it indirectly add on uh, so-called is a plus points for myself and also for them. So it's a win-win uh, situations where I can give them what they feel they are lacking of last to certain time. Yeah. yeah. So uh, for example, I can give you like, I have clients that um, probably also in uh, is a, is a business owner, and uh, it, sometimes they have some doubts on whether uh, if they have a grant, for example, uh, a case, a grant that uh, they receive from government, maybe 200K, for example, what are they going to do with this money? Okay, <laughs> So they will suggest to me, they will ask me, Jovi, uh, how about you manage for me this money? You know, the 200,000 uh, extra, which they, they feel that currently, they are not uh, so-called, they, they, the companies still has not planned to do anything with this money yet. So what is the best uh, resource or the best way that they can channel to? So, and of course, uh, usually I will start with understand them first, the current situation, like uh, whether your company is still serving your business loan or etc. If the business loan interest is higher than so-called whatever investment platform that can provide to you, I think it's, it's, it's very wise for you to settle the so-called the business loan first, which maybe comprise about 16 to 18% of uh, interest per annum, which is quite high, you know. You will never do business just for to serve the loan only, to break even. Yeah. You are doing business is, you know, to be sustainable and also yeah. to earn uh, profit so your company can move forward. To, uh, to, uh, to, to expand better, you know, the kind of like advisor sometimes. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's very tricky, right? Because you're yeah. also, um, and you have to make sure that um, the advice that you give is sustainable yes. not only to them um, on their personal finance, but in their business as well. Now, 
Um, and I'm curious, like, how did this start um, having clients um, that are also business owners? Like, were you able to just smoothly transition uh, um, into, like, having them to open up their um, business finance with you? or Yes, um, yes. <laughs> So in in a way, uh, after because once you understand a particular client in in a uh, in more deeper manner, they will start to house will be more transparent to you. Like they are more open up to you in sharing not only their personal financial status, but also to treat in their hey, my current company's position right now, their cash flow management and etc. So from there, I also able to provide another service like hey, why not? Uh, okay, after analyzing your company's cash flow and etc., probably with the extra excess money, after probably a channel to paying loan and etc., you can consider other options lah, that is uh, appropriate for the business and for the company. Yes. So this this will be it is like yeah, they sometimes they don't even think so far or things so details in a way but just not because we keep on uh, open up their mind they mm-hmm. even start to share more to you and be more transparent and that's how the trust built between you know my me and my client yeah it's progress uh, naturally on that way yeah yeah that's great and um, and i i guess it it's because uh, you've had this relationship with them, that you've had the, a good relationship with them. And then they also see the value that you're giving to them and their personal finance, that they're able to um, transition to sharing their um, business, uh, and their business goals and their um, and the problems that they're facing in their business as well to you um, because they know that you can be trusted to provide really sound advice. Now, and and, yes. and that's very good because I want to transition to this. So are you, like, how are you acquiring clients now um, six years in? Is it more on the referral side or are you still doing some marketing um, to promote your business? For my mind, will be more on referral side. And, mm-hmm. of course, uh, uh, because of my activity, my uh, so-called active in uh, giving giving talks and financial planning sharings to universities, uh, to some of the NGOs, mm. and uh, and even being invited to clients' corporate uh, company for giving talk to their staff, yeah, their employees, and then from there, uh, my business indirectly grow in that manner as well. So, uh, how to say, I, I would put it in, uh, yeah, at beginning, it's intent to share with my clients and uh, individually. And of course, to once I build the trust, they have more confidence on me. They will refer uh, more uh, friends and probably, uh, you know, yeah, to me and also other clients to me. And also in a way that they also invite me to give talk or sharings to their companies oh, then yes. from there uh, their employees also being educated uh, the awareness of uh, importance of financial plannings 
and etc. So they also uh, come towards forwards to me for their financial planning as well. Oh, so okay. yeah, this is how it works, lah. And 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 of, and of course, uh, especially last year, uh, me and the team of financial planners, we do something like community work. Not not mainly about community. It's a more on sharings of awareness of um on uh importance how to manage your finance, especially during pandemic. Yeah. Okay, how to go through the difficult times, especially when, you know, you face all these challenges and crises. And also, I personally, because my background as internal auditor, yeah. I also give talk and sharings on investment or financial scam. Mm. So from there, yeah. I have like, um, indirectly, when I give more, I think in returns, it, it comes in a way that it's a blessing that uh, people get to know me better, how I do things, and how, yeah, so the trust was being built even faster. Yeah, so I definitely agree with yeah. you, like, the mm. more that you share and put out to the world, the yeah. more that you actually receive something in return, and um, and it's, uh, basing on your story, it's like a domino effect, like, whenever yeah, yeah, you yeah, share exactly, something, yeah, yeah so... It goes on and it creates like a even bigger impact and it returns back to you uh, as a client or as a referral. Yeah. So that's really good. Yes. But of course, when I when I do all these talks, uh, quite a numbers of numbers of talks, I never expect anything in returns mm. because it's just a sharing. Especially, I understand during the difficult times, people are, you know, during pandemic especially, people are emotionally, financially uh, exhausted. Yes. And they really need something positive that they can learn and look mm. forward and you know that's from there they can move on the right path to manage their uh, financial better yes so this is how i look at it yeah yeah, and I'm really glad that you mentioned that as well um, because uh, I've, I've seen a lot of financial advisors you know um giving talks, uh, sharing their best practices, especially during this pandemic. And I, I really admire that because um, there are a lot of people out there who are, um, you know, it, the pandemic has provided, although some people positive impact in their finances and their business, but there are also these uh, people in the opposite part of the spectrum who um, had lost their jobs or um, were really struggling with their business or if they had to close their business because of the pandemic and maybe they wanted to get financial advice but it um, has become a struggle for them to do that lately but here in like I'm sure it's the same there in Malaysia but here in the Philippines we always say that Financial advice is not only for rich people, it's especially important in um, with people in the middle class because yes. it's your ticket to um, getting, uh, like, you know, looking at your finances and making sure that you're on the right track. 
Yes, I totally agree with you. Yes, sure. Yeah, it's every walk of people, every walk of life and every level of people that, especially during pandemic, it's just like something hit them. Mm, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's like a wake-up call mm. for most of the people because they always feel that there's always a sunny day all the time yes. <laughs> until, yes. yeah, until, yeah, these things, this uh, so-called crisis hit them and then, mm-hmm. They just have to really pick up fast and some even still struggling in in, in overcoming the, the yeah yeah the crisis yeah yeah and but for you is uh, is business doing well for you during this time uh, or are you are you also seeing that there is like a, a dip in in how the the clients are coming to your door okay uh, i would say especially during uh pandemic started since last year in malaysia especially in march 2020 so i, I would say uh, i think uh, uh the whole uh, my last year's performance in terms of business i oh, it's a how to say uh, it's a so-called uh, quite surprised me in the way that uh, my business tripled up. Oh. Uh, yeah. So I wouldn't think it so negative. Uh, of course, the pandemic comes to us. Um, we cannot control, right? But yes. I always look at the positive side. There's always a saying that in the midst of crisis, there's always opportunities. Mm-hmm. But opportunities is not like how you go in... Uh, drill people mm-hmm. for the opportunities but rather when you look at the challenge as a positive uh, challenge mm-hmm. you, you intend to work things out better in a way yeah oh, yes, yes so, that's so true yeah so so it, 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 I keep on calling my clients during pandemics, especially when I couldn't even reach them uh, physically. So what what I do, what I did is I I make appointments with my clients on Zoom. Mm, yes. Uh, okay, not every clients are doing well, definitely. But uh, for me, I never I, I never like uh pick. My clients, like all those who are rich, only we call, and those who are not doing well, we just, uh, how say, abandon them for a while. No, yeah. I call most of my clients, especially those are not doing well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, during these difficult times, I give them coaching. You know, um, uh, going through the hardship, uh, with proper advisory, mm-hmm. uh, to them, so they're able to cope. And some even um, can manage it well, and now yes. it's doing fine. So these are the things that um, I think I'm more happy that I can able to help them in a way, uh, going through uh, so-called these uh, difficult times with them, rather than those that already very rich. And then they just say, oh, now is the investment buying time because yes. all the price are low. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that also... I did. Um, they also keep in touch with me, mm-hmm. so that is how I, I, I even in both ways I also manage them in differently. But so for those who have excess cash, uh, they want to top up, they want to mm-hmm. invest more, or maybe a better plus, a better, 
a portfolio for them. They asked me to help them to plan, which is a good sign. But those who are not doing well, I even help them to going through their cash flow, mm-hmm. readjust their cash flow, uh, how to um, set priorities, which is more important mm-hmm. during this crisis. Yes. Yeah. Helping them to identify uh, their so-called their financial strength. Which yeah, which they are very uh, appreciate when they able to go through uh their business crisis or personal crisis in terms of financial uh management. Yep. Yes, and I think it's really important to have like a financial advisor with you during these crises because yes. you know some people find it like it's the end of the world because yeah. like the markets are crashing and you. But if you have a financial advisor at your side, they can uh, like financial advisors can actually check your finances and see like oh it isn't really that bad for you. Yeah, so yeah, you can yeah. give you are in the best opportunity yeah. to like provide them a a peace of mind that yeah. you know or help them to restructure yes. because mm-hmm. they have been in so called in this space for so long before pandemic. Yes, there, there's a certain way of doing things. But during pandemic, there are we have to do things differently already. Yes, it is more on priority settings, which mm-hmm. is more important. And also, there's a group of people that maybe some of the clients that are also want to earn desperate money, quick money. Some yeah. even falls into this uh investment scam. Yes. Yeah. So I keep on educate them. Don't ever look uh things in short term and want to earn money in a very fast pace. I think there's no free lunch in this world, really. <laughs> so you just have to be careful when things is too good to be true. Yes, that is yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. So I this definitely not, agree. Yeah. So these are the things that um yeah, what I have gone through with them uh for the yeah, during the difficult times. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I would say um it makes me more uh, uh, I feel more meaningful in a way that I able to do. I'm uh, going through this tough time with them. It makes my job uh, even more meaningful and with a very good purpose as a financial planner. Yeah. Yes, I definitely agree because yeah. um yeah as as I mentioned earlier, it's it, it's really nice to be in in a person's life in your client's life because you have the opportunity to um, either you know give them peace of mind or help them restructure or yes giving them hope that you know that there's always a way to turn things around Um, and because like for every one of us Financialist yeah. is always like the biggest headache. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It's a very important part of our lives that we tend to overlook, or um, sometimes we tend to exaggerate, and that's why we need someone who is level-headed, who's able to check it out um, and help us out. So, uh, and I'm I'm very happy that you keep on uh, getting in touch with your your clients, especially during the pandemic. How do you like? How often do you meet your client in in a year? Oh uh, yeah, I make it as a practice. Um, like those, <laughs> I have proactive clients. 
that's yeah. good. Yeah, those proactive clients usually will meet me if let's say there's no pandemic. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually they will want to have coffee session with me is like three months once. Mm. Those are active ones, especially those uh so called the business owner. Yes. <laughs> but uh for those uh those who are earnings um like employees income those are quite quiet time. Usually, I, at least I will meet the half yearly basis. I will schedule, I, I have a schedule or list of my clients that I I will upfront uh, group them accordingly and I will meet them session by sessions. Of course, definitely individually, but if those mm-hmm. with uh, husband and wife, mm-hmm. uh, depends on whether they want to meet it personally, individual. Or if they are comfortable to meet as a family plan, mm-hmm. they will meet the family in a group basis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's interesting. So you have couples who prefer to meet individually and yes. you also have... Oh, that's interesting. How does that go? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, you know, financial planning, um, you know, talking about financial sometimes talk about money is very sensitive right so there are probably cases where husband and wife they have a shared uh, so-called financial planning for the kids educations for their own retirements as a family but there are some (laughs) that they feel uh, individual planning as well meaning that even they are in a family but other than their children's educations Mm -hmm. they personally want to have their own personal funds Mm, that's Uh, very interesting that for them their objective is maybe just for emergency what what Mm. they they put it in an emergency way but I I feel mostly they sometimes they just don't want their (laughs) their partners to know they have this Express the confidence that yes. they have in the event if that they need the kind of money they mm. need it, then they can have their own money to you know to yeah. get the things they want and etc. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's very tricky. So, as a financial yeah. advisor, you advise um both the husband and the wife individually. Um, yes. And they also have, like, uh, I guess they will also have a certain meeting with you where they are together to discuss, like, family. Plans. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. Uh, that's, that's, because everyone's are unique. That, that's, yes. that's the thing. Yes. The interesting part of financial planning is because everyone has their own story and everyone has their own case study. Oh. There is no fixed planning for everyone. Every indiv- I mean, there's no fixed planning, uh, how to say, a standard planning for all my clients, no. Mm-hmm. It's a very tailor-made. Yes. Each and everyone are unique and then they are, they have different objectives, different uh, goals in their, their mind and mm-hmm. then they want certain things, you see, family can, even family itself, they also want a different things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, so, yeah. yeah, so everyone what they want and what they plan in their future and what their lifestyle totally different because we cannot just fix one plan to everyone. Uh yeah. It, it just doesn't fit that yeah. Yeah. 
So everyone has their tailor-made. <laughs> and based on the resources they have, uh, whatever resources they have, we try to put uh, in a way, make it, make their resources, uh, plan their resources uh, efficiently lah, with the resources they have. Yeah. Yes. And so they can yeah sustain more. I mean, it can be sustainable in future. Yes. Yes. And so that does that mean that you have an ongoing um, service package for each of your clients? Or do you like offer them a certain type of package when no, they're no, in no. the stage? Yeah. So, of course, uh, in terms of uh, fees, uh, we have like individual charging fees and also the uh, family mm-hmm. group fees. Uh, this is quite normal, I think, to all financial planners. But um, uh, in terms of package, it's more on uh, we, we tailor, I tailor made on each and every client uh, by understanding what's their needs first and then and whatever resources they have from there I help them to plan accordingly mm-hmm. on uh, based on their objective their person mm-hmm. yeah everyone's objective yeah oh mm. that's nice that's yeah. nice because um so you're a real advocate for tailor fitting yes, financial fitting. advice yes. to each yes. and every client and I, I I believe that to be true as well because um you know it's it's nice to think that you can fit like a program, a set of like one set of program for all of your clients. But in truth, you always have to tweak some parts, um, eliminate some parts that may yes. may not be applicable to this particular client, but may be applicable to like a certain client because you know that for for some they want to retire early, for others yes. they want to keep yes. working, and but so. Like, and you also mentioned that you also have business owners, and you also help them with their with with their business finance. So, aside from financial planning, do you have any other type of services that you're offering your clients? At, at this moment, uh, more on like I think the 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 the, the so called their business part of financial planning is mm-hmm. more on. When I explore further with a particular client, then only I notice uh, when you understand them uh, in depth, uh, then only I ask, hey, actually, their companies uh, mm-hmm. finish so called the performance because not every uh, uh, not every clients are doing big business like uh, big corporates. If you have if they are in a big corporate environment, they definitely have their own accountants. Right. Yes, yes. Yes. So those clients, they already being taken care of by themselves already mm-hmm. by having their own finance finance department or accounting department. Uh, those business owner that is just quite small and medium medium sized enterprise where they one person have to do many many things. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. So not everyone as a business owner they are, uh, they have financial background. So this type of clients, they really need uh, add on so-called additional service like, why not you help me to plan certain things for my company? You know, uh, in terms of I have excess cash, probably you help me to invest at the aspect of the com- company perspective. Uh. Mm. Mm. Besides handling their financial, personal financial uh, yeah, uh, planning. So I help them to plan for their company level as well. 
Mm, that's uh, good too because yeah. yeah so again you you are able to not only uh, provide services for for them as an individual you also uh, are offering your services to their business as well and making it a yeah. very holistic like um, advice for for your clients and uh, so and and that's really great and because you are already like catering to different stages um is it now oh this is the question so <laughs> I, because i know that you're you're um catering to different stages right but i also read that you're very passionate about like youth development and, and empowerment so can you tell us more about that and why you're very passionate about this when you're already um you know catering to different age groups um, and oh, in your clients. Yeah. So basically, actually, I have been active as a youth um, since I was in uh, as early as in a university life. Mm. When I'm just like 23 years old, I have been actively just right after university. I joined, I think you heard before this uh, Junior Chamber International in Philippines as well, JCI. Yes, yes, yes. yes. in Malaysia. Uh, yeah, this is an international organ- uh, non-government organization. Mm-hmm. So I have been joining these organize- youth organizations for what, how many years? About 17 years. That's long, almost two decades now. Yeah, so, you know, I start quite early. I've been exposed for this organization quite early. So what what uh, what about this organization is it built me to who I am today? Mm-hmm. I would say, it, 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 you see, uh, let's uh, if you talk about an internal auditor, if I'm an internal auditor, I personally actually is a back end person. Yes, I will not yes. able to. So I'm more an analytical person, meticulous person that always do analysis, you know, about financials, uh, analysis, and etc. But like today, I can talk to you, uh, you know, so openly and so confidently. It's because oh, I've been exposed in these uh, organizations, uh, in this JCI organization for quite some time. And it built me to another person that I'm also an extrovert person already. Oh, I even can do presentations. Mm-hmm. I can give talks. I can, I can give uh sharings, uh virtual sharings or physical sharing to corporates, and to uh, any platforms now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I feel what I gain from the organizations, uh, is enormous, and then I feel happy of what's my achievement today. Mm-hmm. Partially also because of my involvement in that organization quite early. And now, uh, I, as a so-called past president of the, of the organization in my chapter, uh, I try to give back to the society and the community in many ways that I can. Regardless, uh, in terms of like giving, um, how say, giving talks about financial plannings, and or doing community projects, services, giving advices to the new youth. And uh, yeah, because now I'm also the uh, so-called advisor and also the senator for the organized GCI 
uh, organizations wow. in Malaysia. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that's a pretty big uh, step because, and you mentioned, I never pegged you for an introvert as well because you speak so... <laughs> yes, I'm an and- introvert person uh, last time. I mean, even <laughs> my uni life, I'm a so-called, uh, I'm more focused, I'm a person that focuses more on like uh, academic achievement mm, yes. rather than, you know, sh- give a live talks uh, all this uh, never came across my mind when I was very young uh. so that's how things develop growing it, when we intend to learn more uh, we intend to get more uh, actually and of course when you share more uh, indirectly able to share is also a blessing yes yes so this is how I look at uh, life. I, I look at how I able to even coach my clients, uh, not only financially, but sometimes in terms of how, how to move on with their life meaningfully with a better purpose or great purpose. You know, yes. It's yes, very yes. important for you to have a directions, a clear directions in your life. That's true, that's true, because mm-hmm. uh, as a financial advisor, I believe that you're not only there to uh, help your clients uh, with their with their finances, you're also there to be like their cheerleader because finances are greatly tied to life in general. Yes, yes, very, you know. People may be emotionally break down because of their financial uh, problems, you know. So all this, it is linked, it's part and partial of life. So it's important to get yourself, build up yourself. When you have a directions, you are able to find ways to support yourself better in terms of financially, emotionally, or physically. Yeah, all these things are very important elements in life. Yes, I definitely agree. So, Jovi, thanks so much for for all of these, like, knowledge. And I really love how we're able to talk about um, how you started in the industry and like how you're supporting your clients especially during the pandemic it's very powerful to have all of these thank you this information and so um before we uh end the podcast i'd like to ask you what are like the top three advice that you can give um financial advisors who's just starting out in the industry all right. I, I would say some, uh, when you're about to step in in this financial planning industry, there are two, there's always two things you need to ask yourself. Okay. The first why, uh, there's two whys. Okay. The first why is why you want to be a financial planner. Okay. The first why. Okay. The second why is why people choose you instead of others. Okay, because the first, when we talk about the first why, why you want to be a financial planner, find a purpose and meaning in your career. I believe that, yes, we are doing financial planning because we want to build a career to earn and to earn an income. It's very important. Yes, this is very important. I acknowledge that. But if you can find a purpose and meaning in this career of what you are, what you are doing right now, you can go very far because once you are sincere, 
people can feel you. Yeah. So this is uh, the things that you need to ask yourself. First thing. The second thing is why people choose you instead of others. Because nowadays we can be replaced one day by robot advisor, right? Oh, yes. Yes. There <laughs> is that movement. <laughs> yes. So now you have to ask yourself what is the things that within you. That what is the treasure within you that you can give to other people? That people, even though you talk about financial plan planners, there are almost you know many of them, and of course now even more challenging when it, it will soon more robo advisory services coming up, you know. So you have to be different. It can be like you can ask yourself: Is it because of your service? Because is it is it because of your knowledge? Is it because of your attitude? All these things, what are the things that you can make yourself different that can add value to them, to your clients, for example? So these are the two things that I wish uh, the new financial planners who intend to, um, yeah, to, to, to take this as your career path. Mm. Uh, definitely financial planner has a, a good income and etc. But how to be a different financial planner in yeah to be more sustainable and irreplaceable yes, yes that's much my, my yeah my advice yes <laughs> yeah, that's a, actually the you know um robo advice is something that's a really good topic and i hope that we can um, have another conversation with that in the future but thanks so much for coming into the show thanks for, yeah, thank thanks you so for, much for your, no for your thanks for advising me yeah yes, thank you very much you're welcome and like where can people find you or get to know more about you um after you know listening to this podcast oh so far uh we i intend to put in my uh facebook Ooh, okay. uh, most of the time and um, all my talks uh we do it live or even we record it and i will put post on my Facebook. How about to get this podcast just just one ring so I can share to my to people to a wider uh crowd in future as well. Yeah. All right. Well, no problem. I'll definitely put in your um, Facebook information in the podcast description below, um, and I'll, as well as your LinkedIn profile. So thank you so much, Joey, again for coming you, into the you. show. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. Same to you. Okay. Bye.